When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I've never liked Tevin. I want to point that out right from the beginning. I don't know why I threw that out. That's not I would. I thought you were going to say Queen. That too. <laughs> like, yes, let's start trashing Queen right off the stop. First start. That was the conversation right up until the mics went on and then he's flipped it straight onto you. You know what the problem is with that? The problem I have with Queen is I can't sing that high. So if I'm trying to sing along with their song, I can't go, Guaranteed to love your mom. I just like, I can't get that high. Yeah. Like, it, it almost sounds like you're doing a voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a little, was it a falsetto? <laughs> yeah. You're doing your uh, Sid Hartman voice if you're trying to do it. Let me tell you something. I've been a member of Queen now. I gave up the Star Tribune. God, I miss Sidney. You know, he's been dead now for a couple of years. Died on October 18th, uh, what, two years ago? Yeah, it still feels like just yesterday. I know. My like brother it, died three days earlier. And he, cause he was death lately. Yeah, he was like a mythical creature. I've ne- I'd never met him, but everybody knew who he was. Sydney. And so, yeah, very sad. Let me just tell you something. Why aren't you playing sports? You guys play sports. I, I, being around Sydney was the greatest of all time. I had lunch one time at the Lincoln Dell with Sid Hartman and uh, the lead singer of, of uh, God damn it, who was it again? I thought you were going to say Queen. <laughs> so it wasn't Queen. It was, <laughs> ah, Jesus. Freddie Mercury. <laughs> I want to rock and roll. Kiss. Kiss. Oh, do uh, you mean Gene Simmons? Gene Simmons. Yeah. Gene Simmons, Sid, and I had lunch what? at the Lincoln Dell. I, <laughs> why? I, was just, I, was I like, don't know. <laughs> that, when, I, when, I first, when I first filled in on this show, like, a, a while ago, when you were still down in Florida, it was just the one week. I remember that's the one, that, like, one story has stuck with me, because it's the most unlikely trio. I know. It's, it's you, like you just, Hartman, it's fine, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Gene Simmons. Right. Like, was he at the wrong table? Like, did no. you, it's like you threw darts at he a dartboard. He said, hey, you want to have some lunch? I said, I'm having lunch with a local sports board. He goes, oh, that'd be great. So the three, and Sid's, of course, like, oh, why is your hair like that? Right. <laughs> Sid had no idea who the why hell he was. Why is your tongue so long? Because why is your you, tongue so long? You with either one of them on your own is like, okay, it makes sense. Like, you just wear your Capitol Records. I'm sure you cross paths sure. with Gene Simmons. And sure. like, okay, yeah, Sid Hartman <clears throat> and you, both Twin Cities local legends, makes sense but all three of you together it's like where did this come from yeah my favorite gene simmons stories is the story is the desk story you know that story don't you i don't think so Mm-mm. you don't know that story nope. oh kiss used to come into the old queue all the time mm-hmm. and uh they show up one time and gene would come in you know gene's a big guy yeah gene's like six two probably about two 
thirty, something like that. Mm-hmm. He's a big fella. He's not he's fat or anything. He's a big guy. Yeah. So he comes in, and we're going to meet in John Lastman's office, which is about half the size. Yeah. That, it's what ten by ten, maybe it was. Mm-hmm. So they come, and there's nowhere else to sit. So Gene Simmons decides to sit on the desk. It was one of those kinds of desks that were attached to the wall and had no legs. Mm-hmm. It wasn't attached to the wall very long, I'll tell you that. <laughs> he, as soon as Simmons sat down, I was like, crash! Oh, my God. That was, boy, what a, what a time in life that was. And I got to tell you guys again, because I ran into a bunch of people again yesterday. I don't know how we don't have a 99 chair, because everybody I run into now shows me, look, I got the app, I'm listening, which is great news, I think. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, Tevin, good job, because I'm sure that's all you. I no. take, yep, I'll take the credit. They yeah. said, I listen except for Tevin. That's the one thing they always there's, say. There's an option in the app to just mute whichever <laughs> whichever person you're tired of hearing. I'm, exactly I'm glad we've got that worked out, because I asked Mike Weber to figure that out over at the Hubbard yeah. offices, and so he said the biggest request was the Britney mute button. So <laughs> Yeah, well. He said after that, it was like, okay, now Tevin was second yeah. most requested. By the way, that was from GoGo. She, hey, could you mute my mother? That'd be great if you could do that. Please. Okay, here's the deal with the weather. This is, uh, this is that forecast, that last week of uh, October forecast. It happens every year. I know that because my birthday is two weeks from today, so I always see this coming. Today, warm with some sunshine this morning, and then developing showers and possible thunderstorms, a high of 64. Tonight, lingering showers and thunderstorms, a low of 52. On Wednesday, mostly cloudy and mild, a high of 60. Rain likely overnight. Then Thursday, occasional rain, 63. On Thursday now, Friday, oh, so Thursday, high of 63. Friday, a high of 46. Saturday, a high of 40. Sunday, a high of 39. (laughs) Here it comes, baby. That's a Minnesota thing, though, isn't it? Yep. And it's the worst because you can just see it coming. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, this is depressing. I will never forget that three feet of snow on, on uh, Halloween, though. What was that, about 30 years ago, 32 I think it was at the 92, 93 Halloween, I think. Something like that. 30 years ago already. Because, yeah. yeah, I was like one years old when it happened. Negative so, five. <laughs> yeah, you were negative five. Yeah. I was plus a few more than that. But, yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> Uh, right now it is cloudy and 53, but later on today, uh, some sun this morning, high of 64, then maybe some showers developing later on today. But the weather's going to drop like a rock in the next seven days. There's no question about that. There's no getting around it. So stop arguing, right? Yes. Right. There's some really good stories you guys put up this morning, so I, I don't know where to start because there are a lot of good ones. You know what I mean? We talked about the safest states in America. What was it yesterday? It wasn't the safest state in America. It was, it was the, less stressful. I less listened, stressful. Yeah, I was listening stressful. on the way home, and I figured, yep. okay, maybe you want to dip back uh, in the pool of just, like, state rankings. And they came out with a new list that is the safest. So I know there's probably some correlation there, but, you so know. The, what was it with less stressful? Yeah, the, le- mm-hmm. the least stressful. So, like, yeah, you live in stressful. Wyoming, you, you know, it's just right. not a care in the world. No, well, it was here, though. They said here yeah. was the most Stress-free yeah. place. You've never been around in Minnesota, have you? <laughs> no. They are so stress-producing. I would say Minnesotans, not all of them, but about half of them, are the, are the most stress-producing people I've ever met. Yeah, and especially in the <clears throat> metro area. I'm oh, sure yeah. once you get oh, like yeah. outside, like you go to like Duluth or something where it's like a slower pace of life or you get out into like farm country somewhere, yeah, a lot less stress. But as far as in the Minneapolis, oh, it's yep. chaos. Indeed. But in any case, we just slog through. We move forward because we're such happy people. Is that why we do it? I mean, it's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's the only option you have is to keep pushing through. I agree. No question about it. Okay, so we should go with the safest states in America because we've got some sports coming up. We are going to be talking about the Vikings because that was a win I did not see coming, man. Not at all. Not, not at all. Like, it was... <laughs> are you doing your deal? That was... That, I mean, that was just... That was a game. I, 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 Unbelievable. It wasn't pretty, but I was nervous down the stretch, and, you know, we'll have sure. Judd on here re- relatively soon, but... I was so nervous because the worst thing would be like a close loss for them yesterday. Because yep. yeah. everybody's yep. like, we can still compete. That's a really good team, blah, blah, blah. If you lose close, you don't move anything. You either need to get blown out and sell or you win. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, maybe the season's back on track. So, um, yeah, you know, it was a win. Yep. You know, looking at it from from a 20-year, even 10 year, years ago perspective, mm-hmm. a lot of what they do now would have been called interference. They're constantly yeah. grabbing people. You can't do that. No, and there were yeah, there were a couple missed ones, but yeah, yeah, yeah they, they were. were. It was definitely a very physical game. I did not. Did you see them winning that game? No, I thought we were going to get blown out. <laughs> I did too. Like I was like, this is a friend had texted me during the show yesterday. I was like, hey, I have an extra ticket. Do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like I'll come watch them get blown out. Probably leave by halftime. <laughs> and then the first drive, the interception that Kirk throws, I was like, yep, here it comes. Like we're this is it. Oh yeah. And then yeah, they oh, yeah. obviously won the game. And it was so many 49er fans in the crowd. Why don't I ever get those calls? Say, Tom, I've got an extra ticket, and I'd like to bring you to the game. Kells, I get her. Hey, Tom, could you buy me six tickets to the Vikings game? Didn't, didn't Josh Arnold take you to, like, six Twins games during the playoffs? Went to one. Well, he and I, we, he took me to one, and then he and I shared, oh, okay. shared the other one. And then, yeah, because Catherine and I went to four sporting events in the last month, and mm. we lost three of them. Yes, maybe it's good that you stay away from the Vikings. <laughs> so stay maybe home. Just get away from us and leave us alone. There's no doubt about it. I know uh, Judd's going to be up in like one minute. Oh, Judd's up now as a matter Judd's of fact. Judd's up now. <clears throat> I've got some questions for Judd. Does that say Park Tavern on that hat? Yeah, how'd you know? You booze hound. Oh, Park Tavern's one of my favorites. I love Park Tavern. It's right Tavern. by me. Great establishment. Yep. Remember that it used to be right on Minnetonka Boulevard? I didn't. Young? Phil and Cheryl told me about yeah. it. Yeah. I had I did not remember that, which is funny because I, I I mean I'm sure I passed it as oh, a yeah. kid a, oh, yeah. several times. Um but I, yeah, I guess it's a vacant lot that's a bus stop now. Yeah, it's a it's a parking lot bus stop now. Yep. Yeah. Parked there but, right uh, there on the corner. But uh they <clears throat> they got their hands on a pretty nice spot considering yes. the size of the current location. So <laughs> it's rather large, I would say. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? It's a it's a great place to uh, also watch a game. No, did you watch it there last night? <clears throat> no, I was actually in the stadium with oh, all of the, the okay. with all of the San Francisco fans as well. It was ridiculous. <laughs> there were so at one point as like you kind of the Vikings offense kind of stalled and you can feel the momentum getting shifting back to the 49ers and you just get a let's go Niners chant that starts in the like it was deafening loud in there for the San Francisco 49ers at times. So Judd will start over from from square 1. Not one person in this building right now thought we were going to win that game yesterday. Um, yeah, and not one per- person on the show right now <laughs> thought that either. So don't look at me for like, I saw this coming. I could feel it. Man. I thought that they were um, – I, I don't know that I thought they were going to get blown out. I just didn't see a path to victory in this yep. case. Mm. I agree with you 100%. Uh, you know uh, – Kevin brought it up. So that first interception is like, oh, here we go. 
mm-hmm. but it wasn't here we go. I, I, why did that? Because San Francisco was five and one. We were two and four, correct? You'd, uh, yes. You'd yes. assume that maybe you wouldn't win that game, but what happened? Well, first of all, you know, it's funny, but in, in um, uh, consuming the games on Sunday, you're reminded, uh, and you, you can call it parody or you can call it what I do, which is, I, I think it's far more mediocrity, but this league is just so weird and there's so few, like, dominant teams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, you know, actually San Francisco is a really good team, but that they were, as the Vikings were without Justin Jefferson, they were without Debo Samuel, who I think would have made a big difference because he is an offensive catalyst for them. Um, I was pleasantly surprised how the Vikings picked apart the San Francisco defense yes. in, in the passing game. But you know what the other weird thing about Kirk is? Feels to me like, and, and this isn't going to make a ton of sense, I don't think, but, you know, when Kirk feels like the pressure is off him, like when people expect nothing, mm-hmm. Of him and, or probably more importantly, his team, he thrives. He yeah. does. Like last night, he was brilliant. He's he like thrives. <laughs> He's like Tom Brady when he feels like, oh, if we lose, everybody expects it. Exactly. Yeah. It is just an absolutely, but but I mean, it's a pretty consistent thing. But that was a fun game. That's you it know was. what I've seen a lot of crappy games, and and the, the one they played last week against the Bears, they won was just awful, unwatchable. But this one was a lot of fun to watch too. You know what's so great, and this is why I'm madly in love with this woman that I'm married to for, for the last 40 years, known her for 43 years. I was mm-hmm. not going to watch the Vikings game last night because I'm like, oh, God, San Francisco will blow them out. Well, I don't even want to watch it. Catherine, we're watching the game, damn it. So she made me watch the game last night, which turns out to be a great move. You see, that's why, that's why <laughs> it's see? just like with Dawn. They're always smarter than us. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it's pretty hard to deny that, by the way. Yeah, she was all about watching that game last. I don't know how the hell she, what she saw coming or whatever, but she wanted to watch that game, and we watched it from beginning to end last night. Yep. Judd, can we, like, as a Vikings team, agree that we're never going to run the tush push again? <laughs> because oh my there's God. That two was of the saddest attempts. <laughs> That was such a bad call. Why? What are you doing? Like Philadelphia center, uh, Jason Kelsey, who's obviously Travis Kelsey's brother. Mm-hmm. That guy, he is tremendous. At, like he gets so low, um, and he's fantastic. Jalen Hurts has about as strong a legs as you can possibly have. What mm-hmm. these teams like the Vikings that think, well, we'll just copy that play. Mm-hmm. The Vikings don't have the center or the quarterback to run that play. No. I will tell you another thing. We were very Viking like at the end of the game, because oh God, we did yeah. miss that field goal. That was a very Viking thing to do. <laughs> I had a feeling, like, w- when I saw that field goal miss, oh. which obviously didn't surprise me, I thought, are they really going to come back and score? <laughs> now, now th- the thing about it that was nice was, and this is uh, in the last couple of years, we can't say this much, I thought the defense played so well mm-hmm. last night that I didn't, I, I didn't think it was completely hopeless. But I did think to myself, that might be a Vikings omen that this is about to go south very quickly. Yeah. The defense, you know, Cam Bynum picked off two passes. And Brian Flores, who is their new uh, coordinator on defense this season, has been absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Because last year was such a, a, a cluster bleep. And that defense has been for, for what we expected, I think. 
it's been really, really solid. Wait a second. You can't use the word bleep on this show because last night on international television, our head coach said the real word. Did you see that? Oh, no, yeah, you were at happened? the game. No, yeah, what happened? No, what happened? You go to the sideline. Did you, did you see it, AJ? Yeah, it, it was one. It was John. It was like the classic. They zoom in on a player, or like when oh, they zoom okay. in on Dean on the bench, and you, you know, it's like people. Oh, he said darn. No, he did not say darn. No, he didn't say. <laughs> Literally, they're showing him. Yeah, they're just Ripley, li- like, like I'm looking at the three of you now. Are you looking at me? That was that close to the camera, and all of a sudden okay. he goes, <laughs> and it was very clear what he was saying. Yeah. I, on international television, he's dropping the f bomb. Eh, whatever. And that was I, the one yeah. that was like the most notable was they threw it and Kirk checked down. He checked down right. short, mm-hmm. like short of the sticks, and it was a third down. And he was clearly not happy with the read, so they cut right to him. He's like, "What the?" <laughs> That's exactly right. That was a terrible play, by yeah. the way. And by the way, Kurt, he does do that once in a while. Oh yeah, yeah, the checkdowns. Well, even his he long, even sure his long does. touchdown to Addison, where he ripped it out of the guy's hands. Oh, like, God. if Kirk would have just, you know, put some more air under the ball and threw it to the goalpost, Addison just runs underneath it for an easy touchdown. So there were some imperfections, but it felt mm-hmm. like they were going our way more often than not, which is unusual yes. to see. Yes, Boy, and Jordan was fantastic. Oh yes, mm-hmm. At Addison's game. Holy cow, he is legit. Like, he is a hell of a player, too. Yeah, I think it was he's the third Vikings rookie to have 100 yards on Monday Night Football. It's him, Randy Moss, and Justin Jefferson. So, yeah, not bad company to be Horrible in. company <laughs> yeah, right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not too bad. <clears throat> not bad at all. I, but because I'm a boy from Minnesota who's been watching this team since I was 16 years old, when's the other shoe going to drop? <laughs> That's what, they're suckering oh, well. me in again. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm back on board. We, uh, we believe. <laughs> yep. Yep. And the problem is now, so in, instead of um, being, what, two and five, mm-hmm. they're three and four. So now the trade deadline's October thir- 31st, which is a week mm-hmm. from Tuesday. So instead of being like, okay, you know what, we're probably not going to ma- make noise. Let's make some trades. Let's get some collateral. Let's get some draft picks back. They're going to hang on to everybody. Now, the schedule, five of their next six games are against teams with uh, – Losing records. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the good news. But this season's been so weird God. that that I I hesitate to get too excited and think that they're going to go on a run. But after what they showed last night, they better put together some good football because if they don't, there's going to be a lot of guys who walk away potentially at the end of the season. Yeah. And um and you're gonna have gotten nothing for them because obviously now you're gonna hang on to them. I would think so. You know what's so weird about this? You were talking about them being three and four, right? Hmm? In two weeks, the season's half over already. <laughs> Jesus, that went by fast. Isn't that amazing how that Viking season starts and all of a sudden you're seven weeks in and what? It goes by very quickly. That's why, to tell you the truth, I don't really understand how you could not be a football fan if you lived in Minnesota. Because it kind of eases you into winter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of does. Oh, it's yeah. Vikings. I know the, it's supposed to be 39 on, on Monday for a high. But I'm going to ease into it with the NFL, so that's good. Yep, yep. And it starts when it's warm out, so it's still pleasant. Yep. And, but, yeah, it, it is incredible how how the season itself marks how quickly a year goes by. Because yeah. you're right, Tom. Yep. It's just like it's game after game after game. And it's like, hold on a second. They play once a week. 
but it feels like they're playing all the time. So that is true. But it's going to be at least this makes it more fun to watch this yes. mm-hmm. season. I guess that's the best thing I can say. At least at least last night it's going to make it more entertaining and. Hey, they play the Packers on Sunday, and I, I don't know if you guys caught any of the Packers Broncos <laughs> no. game. Mm-hmm. They but, are so um, bad. The pro- I I don't think the Packers have another Hall of Fame quarterback. I'm gonna go on a limb here. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> no. Nice. My uh my favorite thing to do now because when Jordan Love was drafted, I was all the Packer fans, and my group chat would say is you know our third Hall of Fame quarterback. And so Uh-oh. I found a list of a hundred song titles that have love in the title of the song. And so whenever he has a bad game, I find like this one was like Love Hurts or something by Lady Gaga, and I just send it to the group chat. So that's my new guilty pleasure. The you only know, one that, that you like. can't use it is. All you, you need is love because that's definitely not been the case. With no, the no, they need a little more love. <laughs> yeah. Who, is there or, less. or yeah, or less? <laughs> oh, Judd and everybody else, of course. Is there a team in your mind that is the best team in football right now? I'd say the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that quarterback is just so good. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And the Vikings had a chance here <laughs> against them too. They made two many mistakes but i also think that that quarterback is just so freaking good well i'm so happy because didn't he just sign like a 300 million dollar contract he did sign yeah yeah 300 million Mm -hmm. and luckily he's picking up some advertising and some endorsements too so he's making a few but that guy must be making a half a billion dollars are you sure i I haven't seen him in commercials you have yo i bet you haven't yeah (laughs) (laughs) every house yep on on that uh, on the, yes. the series that Netflix did on Mahomes, Cousins, yeah. yep. and the Falcons Q- QB. Um, <laughs> Does it, well, you don't even say house? his name. Yeah, well, you, nobody knows who he is. That's why. Mariota? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah who, who cares? The other but, one. <laughs> yeah, the other one. <clears throat> the Mahomes house has, you know, again, it's got like a golf hole. It's got a swim-up bar. It's got it's in Kansas City. God. <laughs> Did you ever know his dad? I did not know his dad. I remember his dad well. Great uh, guy. Pitching for the Twins. Really nice Was guy. Was he? Yep. Okay. Very nice man. So that's kind of a nice thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I would, we weren't friends or anything, but I met him a couple times. Very pleasant. So that's good. So I got to believe that, that Junior is going to be pleasant throughout this all this as he's becoming a billionaire. Seems like a good guy. He, mm-hmm. now, now, he's got a brother who's a complete jerk. That's Train what I've heard. Brain wreck. Like, to the point yeah. where, <laughs> really? like, I can't confirm mm-hmm. that they did it on purpose, but I'm pretty sure they left him out of the quarterback documentary on purpose because he did not make one appearance, and he's at all the games. Like, it's, yeah, he Ooh. is, like, he was known for making, like, TikToks dancing on the field and stuff like that. Like, he's just a, a very much so a me, me, me person. Like, he wants to steal the spotlight from his brother. The other one? That has the same kind of intentions. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're going to be Pat Mahomes, and I'm going to be your wife. So start saying something. Uh, yeah. So the no, game I was... think you're wrong. I think it's just wonderful. <laughs> she talks over him constantly. It's like, lady, you're not the star. Back off, for Christ's mm-hmm. sake. Can Have I, you noticed that? Can oh, I, yeah. Can I share a hot take about that? Oh, here we go. <clears throat> I I don't mind her. Oh, you're they, such a no, sugar No, hear me tit. out, hear me out. Sugar tit, I said. We, they've been together for like 11 years now. Right. They've yep, been right. dating yeah, since high school. school. I've never heard like a close friend of theirs speak out about her in no. like a bad manner or whatever. No. It only happened because she's on social media and so it gets blown out of proportion. Oh, is like, that what happened? Yeah. I, I, maybe she's not that bad. You know, maybe it's just she's Mahomes' wife. 
mm-hmm. and he's better than your quarterback, so you get a little jealous when she celebrates <laughs> yeah. every single no, week. Not, like, not you know, celebration. I, I don't, maybe she's not that bad. I don't, I don't mind her. I don't think she's a bad person or anything yeah. like that. I think like the thing that always got me was the chicken. And we played it on the show when she was like fried chicken for his favorite food. Yeah. Like that's I was like, oh, I roll. like okay, let's like, calm down. But yeah, she seems. I'm sure she's very nice yeah. and she no. seems pleasant, but. The other thing, it's not just fried chicken. He loves soul music, too. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm not saying she's a pain in the ass, but she does love to chirp. Yeah. There's no doubt She's, about that. And, but I would, if like my wife was the star quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs and was better than everybody, I'd probably do some chirping. Too. It's not like her husband is Marcus Mariota. It's right. you know, no, it's Patrick Mahomes. True. That's very good. That's I very think good she point. was also, a, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a D1 soccer player. So yes. like, she's super competitive. Oh, really? Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she does love the F bomb. Like, she if does. You go back and watch. I mean, she's good with the F bomb. She's as good as O'Connell is <laughs> at dropping that sucker, which I do appreciate. Where's yeah. she from? Is she from North Dakota or something? I'll look it up. But whatever, wherever Mahomes is yeah. from. Yeah. Oh, I think Mahomes is from Texas, correct? Yeah, I think that's probably right. Because he went to school at Texas Tech, and I think he was a homegrown product out of there. I believe you're right about that. But I know you got about one more minute, Judd, so what else is cooking? Did I see you at a wild game, Tom? You did indeed, pal. Craig Leopold came over and said hello. I mean, it's pretty nice when the owner of the team comes to say hello, man. Oh, yeah, he's a good guy, too. Very impressed. He's a very nice man. Craig's a very nice guy. Yeah, we had a wonderful Tommy Kramer was there, and I loved him. You know, one thing I will tell you, here's a perfect example. I used to beat the piss out of Tommy Kramer verbally on on my morning show, constantly. Never bothered him. He's like, hey, that's your job. I don't care. Right. Uh, he's just a great guy, I, you know. He's. I gave him a big hug, and it was just people watching, watching me hugging Tommy Kramer. People are like, "Man, that's weird." <laughs> they probably thought you were coming up to strangle, him, exactly. or he was coming to oh, strangle come you. Come on, it's been a long time. <laughs> it, Judd, I know you have like the unwritten rules of Jersey etiquette, right? Yeah. On the show. So Sunday morning, I'm taking my dog to the dog park. I'm driving through downtown, and I see a ton of 49ers jerseys everywhere. And I was like, oh, oh that's yeah. right. Like, the 49ers are in town. They're probably all going to the game. Like, they're lined up outside of bars. And then I was like, wait a second. We don't play till Monday. Why are they all walking around on a Sunday when their team doesn't play in their uniforms? Where does that – is that against your jersey etiquette? Like, are you only able to wear your jersey on game days, or do you let it slide for the no. whole weekend? That's fine. That's, that's fine? A, okay. That's fine. Yeah, no, but it always, it just drives me crazy when people, um, when you know, who, who are especially like my age, buy jerseys of current players. It's like <laughs> that you. guy's 30 years younger than you. Now, if you buy, you know, if you're wearing a Montana, mm-hmm. uh, more power to you. If you're wearing a Montana or like a great throwback player from when you were a kid, maybe – more power to you, but like when you're wearing the jersey, when you're 50 and you're wearing the jersey of a guy who's 23, that uh, just rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll show it. I'm wearing a Bronco Nagurski jersey. <laughs> yeah, well, see, then you qualify. It's absolutely fine. A hundred years ago. Yeah, but it's before your time, you see? All right, Pally, another brilliant report, I thought. Okay, thank you very much. And go see Park Tavern. tomorrow. Go to Park Tavern today and have lunch. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? I actually am going to. Well, see, there you go. You just called. Look at I you. Love it. Look at you predicting things that are going to happen. See you I'm guys. Bye. It's going to be great. <laughs> see you later, Jeff. Thank you. We got to take a break. Be right back. We had a wonderful idea. We thought, why don't we have Chris Eggert on right after this break? Don't you think that's a great idea? I think we could make it work. All right, let's give it a... <laughs> 
AJ goes, eh, maybe. I'm indifferent. <clears throat> we'll see. I don't really care one way or the other. Yeah, I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first, which I love, obviously. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. And by the way, I don't say things like, I love the team at Sabre, making it up because I've known them forever. So it's true. I hate that when people go, oh, I love them, and you really don't even know them. I hate that. But I do love them because I do know them. Uh, their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my entire family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That is S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. By the way, I should say thank you to our listeners because uh, Michael tells me that um, pretty much everybody who uh, calls on him to use him says they heard about it on this show. So that's very nice of you to do that. That's how the business works these days, by the way. I don't know if people know that or not. No, it's all who you know and <clears throat> things like that. What were you going to add to the who you know part? I don't know. I was nothing. I was just trying to <laughs> chime in to feel. You know what he was going to say, don't you? No, I actually have no idea. Never mind. I don't know. It reminds with no. Don't you? You guys never heard that saying before? No. Okay, we're out of the commercial break right now, and then I'm going to go back into it. I just want to know. When I was a kid, the saying was always, yeah, well, typical, typical. It's who you know and who you blow. 
Oh, no. Oh, okay. That, that is not at all where my mind went. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. And by they blow, they just mean you like to blow the dust off your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, I'm, yeah that's where my that's, mind went. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay, now, back to the break with that separation. <clears throat> Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Tom here, I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I am a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling, only to gain it right back. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had recently empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. Let me assure you that the short 60 days is totally worth it. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. Well, great job, Elizabeth. As a matter of fact, I have another about three weeks, and I'm going to start back on the program because I would like to lose another 15, 20 pounds, something like that. So you got to take it. One thing I do like about this program, and this is not part of the spot. Well, it is part of the spot, but I like the fact that you do it, and then you take a break, and then you do it, and then you take a break. I like that, the fact that you get breaks in the, in the program, right? Great job, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to hear about your success and that I'm not lying. Are you ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com and schedule a free phone consultation. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. You don't have to take time off from work or get a babysitter for the kids. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff. That is a fact. You can share your goals, learn about the program, and see if it is a good fit for you to help you lose weight and feel better. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away. Another great point. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is the unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. Let them know that Tom sent you, please. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, warm with some sun this morning, then developing showers and possible thunderstorms later on today. A high of 64. It is cloudy and 52 right now. Just about as cloudy as, like, Chris Eggert's career. It's that cloudy. And cloudy would be a nice way to describe it. <laughs> so cloudy's a good thing? No, I mean, it's so bad that it would be, yeah, you're killing it. What are you talking about? I'm fine. It's unbelievable. How's everybody there today? Magnificent. Things they are did. pretty good. Watched our Vikings win a game last night that nobody thought they were going to win. That was something. Did you take a gander at all? I watched for a little bit, and then I had to go to bed, unfortunately. So. Are you a Broncos fan? No. Because a lot of people from where you grew up are, are no, Broncos fans. No, 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 no. Oh, no, really? Because I was always no, told that. It's, no, it's all... <laughs> It's all Minnesota sports. Oh, got good, good. Hey, Chris, yeah. where are you from? Uh, southeast South Dakota. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, the Dakotas are all huge Vikings fans for the most part. Now, yeah. I, I think when you get out into, like, the Rapid City in right. the western <clears throat> part of the state, that you might have a few that will lean a little more towards Denver, but for the most part, South Sodak's very Minnesota-centric. 
You know, I got to be honest with you, and I hope you. And I, when I say that I love South Dakota, I, I'm not making that up. I do because once you cross that border, you know, all these different places, and you cross the river. Was it the Chamberlain River? Is that the, the river? Yeah, uh, it's the Missouri River at Chamberlain. Yep. Yeah, Missouri River at Chamberlain. There you go. I knew I there was I, I was missing something there. The Missouri River at Chamberlain. You go all the way over to the west side. That is a beautiful state. I'm telling it you, is. it's gorgeous. That part of the state is beautiful. <clears throat> uh, the part where I kind of grew up is not. <laughs> so it's Nebraska? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, yeah, it is. It's it's farm country. It's like southern Minnesota. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much you get south of the Twin Cities, and you kind of got that Rolling Plains thing pretty right. much all the way out to Chamberlain before the landscape starts to change a little bit. God, you just gave me a great memory from being like 18, 19 years old. I didn't start driving until I was 21 because I couldn't afford a car anyway, so why get a license? But a friend of mine, we're sitting around one night, and he said, man, there's this restaurant where I'm from. I said, where are you from? He goes, "Uh, where's Winnebago again? Forest City? Is Is that Forest City, Iowa? Oh, Winnebago's Iowa. I'm not sure about Forest City. I don't know. The the town they're in, I can't remember the name of the town, but in any case, Tommy, I got to tell you something, man. There's this restaurant. It's just wonderful, and I really miss it, and I'm kind of, why don't we go there? I'm like, I'm 18. I'm like, I don't care. We drove all the way to Iowa and got there in the morning just as the place was opening, and all the Winnebago workers were lined up to go in. Was like, we didn't get in anyway. Because all oh, the Winnebago... No. no, we get, couldn't get in. It was full. <laughs> uh, oh, well. That sucks. <clears throat> what is that, about a three-hour drive? It's got to be three hours, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It's. I think it's not too far from, like, a little further west from, like, Okaboji and stuff. But let me look. Or further east. Further east, yeah. <clears throat> I'll do this while you're looking at that. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert brought to you by Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk himself. So what are you finding, Pally? Well, let's see. Forest City is maybe what you're talking about. Oh, Forest City. There you go. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. That's where the Winnebago stuff is. There you go. Forest City. Hmm. Yeah. I, um, the place where I went to college in Sodak, Huron which is even, it's a very small place. Mm-hmm. I love Tevin's look on his <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just funny to hear people like, oh, my gosh, like South Dakota is so beautiful or North it Dakota. Is. Like I've lived in Fargo for, you know, four years, at least something like that. But anyway, like traveled all over the Dakotas. Beautiful, not necessarily a word that I would use. No offense to the Dakota people. Nice place, but it's not, uh, I wouldn't go beautiful. Oh, from the, from the Missouri and the Chamber cha- cha- Chamberlain all the yeah, way did west. Did you guys go out west to like Rapid City or anything? Beautiful. Uh, I mean, I don't. To be honest, with you, I have no idea where that even is. But you I mean, know, I've been to like about, the Black Hills and like all the touristy yeah. stuff. I've been like, and I've traveled, but it's all just flat. No, it's not. It's because of all those glaciers. It's it's, yeah, a, it's a glacier's fault. Yeah, it's a wind tunnel of just nothingness. <laughs> How about the house that sits sideways? Did you go in that one? What's that house called again? Cosmos. 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 There you go. Exactly. The house that sits sideways. It literally sits sideways, and you walk on the floor, and it looks like you're walking on the wall. On the wall. Interesting. That's kind of a cool place, don't you think, Chris? Yeah, it's an optical illusion tourist trap. It's been around since, like, the beginning of time. Beginning of time. Um, Like, as the Black Hills were formed, 
as God was shaping the Black Hills, <laughs> he placed he placed that little crooked house right there on the side of the hill. Yeah, and then he knew day- it would mystify travelers for. And then on day no three, he built the corn palace. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And on day, day two, God planted the corn palace right in Mitchell. Ten bucks a pop. <laughs> That's it, baby. No doubt. About it. I love South Dakota. Got to be very honest. I love living in North Dakota. I lived in Grand Forks mm-hmm. and Fargo. Although I, I told you this before, I think, Chris, that I, when I went up there, I was 18 years old, and I could not understand a word anyone was yeah. saying. I go, yeah. I'm like, what are you saying? I, I could not understand them. <laughs> but I yeah, there's a little bit of a difference between Grand Forks and North Minneapolis. Well, let me tell you the other difference between Grand Forks and North Minneapolis. Uh, this was right during the big, huge sugar beet explosion when sugar beets became a very big deal. I said, Tommy, we got a guy coming in on Sunday morning. Would you mind interviewing him? He's a sugar beet farmer. And I said, yeah, that's not a problem. I don't know anything about farming. He goes, he's not that kind of guy. You'll have a good time. So I'm sitting out front of the station, just kind of nice day outside. Here comes our beet farmer in a brand new Rolls Royce. <laughs> Jesus. Apparently, this is a good business to be in. Oh, there's, right. you know, <laughs> there's so many boom. Think oh. about the, the oil boom, the sugar beets. Like, you know, North Dakota always seems to get these really nice booms and makes yeah. a lot of people rich. And then, as I think the oil thing has really fallen off now, as it typically is, then it's kind of bust after that. But I think sugar beets is still very consistent. Oh, God, and, this guy. Know. He was killing it. And he was in a good mood. I've got to be honest with you. The whole interview was. was in a really good mood. <laughs> Probably hard to be in a bad mood when you hop out your Rolls Royce to Probably, go to an yeah. interview. He's not out there. Do, at that point, he's like chilling. He's got some other people out there doing the work in, uh, on the sugar beets. My man's just Indeed. living the life. And that was back in 1972, I believe. That's 71, maybe, or 71. And the freeway, I think it's still, it's, is it still I-94 up there? What is it? Yeah. It is I-94. I thought it was. Um, I was driving down I-94, and it said uh, that I would have to exit straight ahead because the freeway literally ended in a farmer's field. The, the freeway just came to an end. But now you have to remember, this was 50 years ago, so they were building it but hadn't gotten to that part yet. That, yeah, I wonder where that was at. Like, <laughs> that was, did you make it all the way to, like, Bismarck or Mandan? Oh, no, we're near that far. Oh, it was, like... <laughs> it was way back. Valley City, maybe? Yeah, or, that's about right, Valley City. That's about right. With the big tower. I'm having all these flashbacks of that drive. We go, we go pheasant hunting way out west oh. in North Dakota every year, and um, it's, like... You're closer to Montana than you are the Twin Cities. Like, you're, like, way out there, which is cool, though. Good birds. One very other quick thing. When I first went on the air, because of the tone of my voice, I guess, and probably I I had some North Minneapolis left in me, I get a call from every black person at town going, welcome to town, man, because they thought I was black. (laughs) (laughs) But it was very nice of them to welcome me, right? Let's go. They wanted to go over to... Okay, I am not making this up, and don't get pissed off at me about this. Victor Treadwell and his sister, I lived with a black family when I lived in, in Grand Forks. We ended up becoming yep. really good friends, yep. all the rest of it. So Victor calls me, goes, and, he, and I tell him on the phone, Victor, i got to tell you up front, I'm not black. He goes, what? Okay, well, let's go to lunch anyway. I said, okay, I'll go to lunch anyway. 
You know where he took me? Sambo's. You guys don't even remember Sambo's. Oh, do I you? remember that. Oh, do you I really? I remember that. Absolutely. Uh, there was one in Sioux Falls, act surprise. Um, <laughs> <gasps> what? Yeah, that's cra- I forgot about that. Yep. That, that was even a thing. That is crazy. You think about that that was... Sambo's. Wow. But it was just yeah. Sam and Bo were the two guys who started it. And then when Sambo got to be a situation, well, because they did take advantage of they they showed a guy a tiger chasing a young kid around oh, a tree. Oh, for sure, yeah, it was definitely butter. they were they they went <laughs> there. They were not afraid to. That's for sure. They what did they change the name of the restaurant to once they found out that Sambo was offensive? What did they change the name of the restaurant to? Because it was Sam no and Bo, right? I don't remember. Bosa. Oh, <laughs> nowhere near as good a name. Bosa. God, I totally forgot about that. You know, why, you know why they didn't put Sam's whole name on there? Sounded too much like bosom. <laughs> so well, that might have that. been a decent marketing, you know. You'd go eat at bosom, wouldn't thing. you? <laughs> I'd go eat at the bosom restaurant. That'd be good. I would like that. Anyway, so what's in the real news this morning? Anything uh, good? Yeah, the, the big story we had today, we had a reporter on, is uh, Tom Emmer, and uh, he's sort of in play right now. Um, to take over Kevin McCarthy's spot. Um, it seems like the smart money is is on him at this Should point. Be. He's very good. But he's not endorsed by former President Trump, and a lot of the other people are. And it sounds like Tom tried to reach out to um, the former president and because uh, I think Tom Emmer voted to certify the election. He did, Joe yes. Biner, uh, Joe Biden, the winner. Yep. Um, so where that goes with the with that certain arm of the Republican party who's sort of um, has been driving a lot of this. I'm not really sure, but they did. They, this gets into the weeds a little bit, but they did all the people. I think it's down to eight said they will support whoever it is that gets Good. the majority of the vote, like no time. matter what. So at least seems like they're, they're getting somewhere on it. So I think we'll get an idea by the end of the day today where, where Emmer stands in that. So yeah. that was our big story. I got to give him a call. I, I I thought I still had his number. I did not. I, I was going to give him a call yesterday, but I don't have his number anymore. So I'm going to have to track it down because I played golf a couple of times with Tom Emery. Very nice guy, and I'm. I hope he does get the job because he's very even keel. He's not yeah, way left or right. Right. You kind of put a, a, a Minnesotan there. They, they generally shoot pretty shoot straight uh, and right right. You know, a little more on center than a lot of people. But I love it. We'll see. All right, pal, you got to go to work. See you guys later. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks a lot. Ooh, he did the hand signal. I'll see you later, man. (laughs) Rock on, Chris. Really nice. Always rocking, AJ. Rock on, baby. I'm always rocking, AJ. I'm always rocking. God, I wish you guys would have stayed for the family podcast yesterday. Did you happen to hear any of it? No, I had. uh, Al Roach, I was here for the whole thing. I know, but he should have stayed. how How was Al Roach? He kind of talks like the honest thing. He's like 6'5", yeah. first of all. Yeah. He's huge. And he's got the deepest voice I've ever heard. And also when you hear him in the stadium, because yeah. the stadium acoustics <laughs> in U.S. Bank is so just atrocious, it sounds nothing like really? the guy. Like, I remember listening and was like, oh, this must be a different PA guy and he's going to come on later. And I was really? Like, oh, nope, that's that's him. Yeah, it doesn't sound anything like him. Just because I think it's just because of the way the stadium is set up. Yeah, maybe. Look- Do they have to, like... Work on the, on the tone of his voice so people can hear it. 
Yeah, I mean, it just it doesn't sound like because when he's sitting here, it's like very deep and it, it just hits really you right deep. in the chest. And <laughs> there, tough. it feels a little bit more empty just because I think of the size of the venue. Great guy. Yeah. I, I had no idea he told me that story about coming to meet me, oh, what, mm-hmm. like 35 years ago or something? Yeah. But that was like the first thing because I just like reached out through his website and was like, yeah, yeah, do you want to come on the show? He's like, yeah, I met Tom back in the day. Like, I was like, all right, cool. I asked him, AJ, I'm not kidding. He's 6'5. Was just very, I mean, I am not exaggerating when I tell you his voice is at least this deep. I said, let me ask you a question. Do you have any sisters? He goes, yes, yes, I do. And I, you're how tall? He goes, I'm 6'5. I said, every guy in town must have been scared to death. Of, <laughs> I mean, can you imagine that? I heard you're dating my sister. It's like, holy God. Not, not anymore. <laughs> not even, I'm going to run the other direction, sir. Great guy, though. Very, Alan wrote you, mm. a really, really good guy. So it didn't. They they had it. So in other words, they they it, it just, wasn't as deep. Yeah, it wasn't as deep, and, and yeah, they did that on purpose. I, they had to have. Yep. Otherwise, it was just the acoustics were that bad. No doubt about it. I suppose we better take our next break here. Look at this show flying by just because I'm working with such professionals. <laughs> I will. You think that's what it is? I think so. We will be right back, ladies and gentlemen. You all have helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Great news, the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel that you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price is seventy nine ninety eight, and for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them, or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. 
And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, fire. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. 